Hello, DevCast listener. I am Donway, and I am standing in again for our, for your regular host, Dag Koenig. Um, with me today for this episode, I have Albert Shum, who is the Partner Director of Design here at Microsoft. Uh, so extra welcome to you, Albert, and thank you for joining us for this uh, DevCast. Um, hey, Danway. Hey. Uh, do you perhaps want to start by telling us a little bit by yourself? I mean, who is Albert? <laughs> Boy, that's a, that's a tough question. Um, yeah, so I, I lead the design team for uh, Operating Systems Group. So we work on the user experience for um, Windows, um, Xbox services, um, a team that kind of focuses on natural user interface and uh, Internet of Things. And um, it's, it's pretty much anything that runs our OS, we're, we're kind of focused on creating the user experience for it. Cool. So, so how big is the design team that you're supervising? Uh, uh, well, there's actually uh, well, there's five different kind of uh, studio pods, I guess. Like that's how we've set up, and each of them are about uh, anywhere between you know thirty to seventy people. So total about design team wise, probably two hundred and fifty plus. Wow, that's a lot of designers. Are they all focused on design, or are there? Mixed, so to speak. Um, yeah, uh, primarily uh, focused on interaction design, but we do have some folks that's kind of more specialized, like um, uh, visual design and motion design. And we have some what we call, what we call design PM that kind of, kind of uh, focus on the process and operating uh, the studio. Um, but primarily just hands-on designers uh, working on everything from the window shell to like the new um, uh, photo experience that, that we're, we're thinking about for uh, Windows 10 or Xbox. So, so it's a variety of, of, uh, of um, user experiences that we work on. Cool. Are, are these groups different sized? I mean, which, which team is the largest? Um, boy, that's a, I have to kind of look. <laughs> I'm trying to remember all the names. Uh, I would say probably... Um, I would say Windows because it's a combination of uh, desktop and and laptop and phone and and pretty much the Windows group is about I would say like 60, 70 people because it's it's a lot you know it's a big product yeah um, and and that's probably the bigger group of the five that we have oh interesting so so is is it usually proportional to how large the product yeah is? yeah it's kind of like making a movie or Right. Uh, architecture. You, you kind of, um, you know, like Windows, we have uh, not just the shell, but also working on things like the browser and, and apps like uh, people and, and photos and, and, and different areas. So, so it's, it's a bit more expansive. Um, and Xbox is, is, is a good sized team. Uh, and, and they also do end to end. So, and it's, it's probably that's probably the second biggest team, and then services would be like um, third, and and between services and Xbox, almost kind of similar. But um, no, IoT is probably the smallest right now, it's because it's emerging. Right. Uh, so so and 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 we have different UX surfaces, meaning like just just the the scope. The scope is very different uh, in in those different products. Right. 
That, that's sort of, sort of interesting. How, how does it work to work in the design team? I mean, for example, for Windows, is there somebody that's in charge of um, the yeah. buttons or yeah. how is it grouped well, responsibility-wise? Yeah, they're really based on kind of product areas. So Jeff Fong leads the, the team all up uh, across the different devices. And then we have someone that's really focused on uh, leading the desktop uh, shell, like Holger. Um, on a team, and he does a great job. And, and within his team, he's got, you know, six or seven interaction designers just focusing on like, okay, desktop, the startup experience, uh, file explorer. How, how do we make it all work? And the taskbar, like that's that's a very clear area. So so I, I tend to use the um, the city metaphor and, and buildings and neighborhoods. <laughs> uh, like I'm trying to plan the city, like this whole echo, like the whole. Windows, Microsoft ecosystem, how everything comes together and, and make sure the city is vibrant and healthy and, and all the roads go in the right direction. <laughs> and then in the Windows area, that's like a big neighborhood with different buildings and, and, and different mm -hmm. different areas. And the Windows neighborhood, you, you also have to make sure it kind of um, design it so that it feels like a, like a the neighborhood feels like, like there's a certain feeling to it and, and a certain look and feel that that makes it um, uh, grounded, but also feels familiar and, and exciting and fresh. So so, so the team is, is kind of set that way so that you have the Windows neighborhood and there's different areas within the Windows that you have um, design leaders uh, kind of working on those parts. And it's up to me and the, and, the, and the design leadership team to make sure it all comes together and it feels like, wow, this is the awesomeness of Microsoft we're, we're, we're bringing together in, uh, in the OS. So. I like that metaphor. It's like um, saying that each neighborhood has their own yeah. sort of, uh, ways, and yeah, then yeah. there's a culture-wise, but it all ties together, like you say. It should be there should have a uh, a holistic atmosphere, even though yeah. it's different kinds of neighborhood. Right. If, like if they're in the same city. Yeah, or you're in Stockholm, and it's got a different yeah. feel. Like when you're in the core, it feels you know yeah. different in different parts. Um, uh, and, and you know, like I use um, New York City. Like New York City is very vibrant, but Manhattan is very different than Brooklyn. Right, right. Uh, and 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 that's a good thing, uh, but it still feels like it's connected. So you don't want it to feel like, wow, that's a whole different world. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think that's that's where uh, we've been really focusing on to make sure it does feel uh, coherent. That you do feel like you're in one city. So. So would you say that that's one of the things that you're working, one of the main things to try to unify the neighborhoods a little bit more? Yeah, yeah. I think unify sounds like a very strong word. I think, I think, I think we're trying to, it's almost like the part of it's, but using that metaphor, it is cultural. Like, what do we believe in? Like, what, what makes us us, right? Yeah. Um, you start with that first. Like, and, and I tend to start with the team of why, like, Okay, why Microsoft? Why Windows? Why Xbox? Like, like what do we stand for? And and, and what's common uh, amongst us? And, and what are our beliefs? What are the values? And and try to understand that, and then bring it forward together, and and, and come together on, on some bigger ideas that that only by coming together we could we could take the, the the that opportunity to make it even better for all of us. So take, for example, our design language. Like, it's not my design, it's not mine. It's like, it's for our city. It's for our people who come to our city and people who want to create within our city. 
you want to have that look and feel to, to feel uh, one, it's thought through, but also it works and, and, and people can understand it. Uh, and if you want to build a building within our city, there's a simple, um, clear, um, but, but more important, hopefully, inspiring to, for you to create uh, a beautiful uh, a, a landmark in our city. So, so th- those are the things that I'm, I'm trying to work on with the team. Uh, so that so that it does, like it's not unifying for the sake of unifying. There's there's a there's a there's a why we're, mm-hmm. we're doing it to to kind of help us move forward. So sounds interesting. It sounds like a tough challenge too, but a fun challenge. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a part that's always like it's fun. Like yeah. I think this is the part I think design like like we're spoiled like in some <laughs> ways. Like we get to think about what it can be, right? Yes. Yeah. Versus what what it has to be. Like we can change the city we can't change we can change the neighborhood we can rejuvenate we can revitalize we could rethink about like well the street goes one way let's change it and make it better like like if we want to make the waterfront for everyone let's do that and i'm going way too far with the metaphor but <laughs> but if you, if you think about windows and and microsoft ecosystem I, I think in some ways that's 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 the the change that's happening for the last year last five years, last 10 years, is to kind of rejuvenate kind of this, the, the, the ecosystem, the cities that we, we've built uh, and, and kind of kind of take advantage of, of this amazing infrastructure that we have, but really take the underpinnings and then build um, new areas on top of it, so uh, with it. So, mm-hmm. so if, you were, uh, if you were allowed to just freely visualize, where would you want it to look like? Within a year or five <laughs> years, so to speak. Yeah, like you know, I'm gonna start using too many metaphors. Like <laughs> it's Star Wars or something, but like the city that I'd like to kind of, kind of evolve us towards is this, it's this place, and 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 I think this is the the interesting thing about like you want that vibrancy, but you also want to invite people to kind of join us. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we're creating every part of that city. Like I, I want to have a system where uh, a design and 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 a way of thinking where 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 people come to us and 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 people who visit our cities, our customers, feel like wow, this is this is really um, a place I want to stay, a place I want to be, and 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 take advantage of and, and enjoy. Right. Um, so so that's the 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 place I, I I'm trying to get to. You know, it's it's kind of like great cities of the world. Like I've been thinking a lot about like you know what makes Paris amazing, what mm-hmm. makes London, Stockholm, um, like Tokyo, and, yeah. and there is that vibrancy where it's not always about everything's designed by one person, right? Yeah, that's true. It has that diversity? Has that feeling like wow? If you're interested in this, there's something there for you. There's something there for everyone. But there's also like great neighborhoods that has a distinct identity that you want to hang out in, and 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 if you want to hang out in, the, in you know in the Paris cafe and and and, and Montmartre, like there's a certain feel and, and certain history even, um, and 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 can we create that to hang out in Manhattan at the Museum of Modern Art? There's there's like those institutions. I, I think we were we have some of those, and and we want to invite people in. Um, and, and, and make those landmarks key parts of their experiences, but allow people to build around it, with it. Um, I think that's what's going to make our city great. So, 
Yeah, that's interesting too. That I I really like the metaphor and that you take it that far. I mean, it's like you say, a certain <laughs> city really speaks to to you. It's the atmosphere. You, you you can sort of connect to the city, but you also get inspired from it. So it's like a give and take sort of relationship with the yeah, cities you it, like. Yeah. It has an identity. Yeah. And 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 you want to to I mean, the best city plans, like, you don't even think about it, but when you get there, you feel like, wow, this, I feel like a, this is really a great place to be. So. Yeah, well, speaking of that, uh, design principles that you mentioned, um, I know that there's there was a lot of talk about metro design a couple of years ago, and mm-hmm. uh, I know that you were involved in that um, yeah, bringing yeah. that concept. Would you want to share the story how how we, the metric design <laughs> came about and well, where it's heading? Yeah, maybe it's 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 more of a journey. I think I think I think that's why I love talking to to folks kind of within the product teams and and just like like we all like as as anyone that works on products, it's like we have this amazing opportunity where we can continue because there's as a as a product maker like. There is no perfect product. You're always kind of constantly thinking, like, "Wow, how do we kind of iterate, make it better, and, and evolve, but also like take advantage of what we have?" Um, so, in some ways, I think that our design language has been a representation of that design journey at Microsoft. Where, you know, four or five years ago, I said four years ago, I guess, yeah, we were really looking at like, "Hey, you know, the phone space, mobile, was really changing, and and not just changing." In terms of devices, but really, I think digital experiences—the uh, paradigm. It's mobility. It's not about you know like having one thing. It's having multiple things. And we were seeing that we were still in this kind of like analog world of uh, skewmorphism mm-hmm. uh, representation of trying to make your real world onto your screen. Uh, and 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 we felt like there was an opportunity to kind of like shift from that to like, hey, looking forward, like content and, and how you interact with content is even more important and, and content and context. Uh, meaning like, hey, if I want to use my phone, I want to quickly glance at something. How do I do that and get a lot of information and not have to go through a, a, a bunch of different um, uh, metaphors or, or, uh, or, or and and I, I think that was the, the foundation of that idea of why we, we created the, the, our design language. And, and, and then we also took like a lot of kind of existing work within Microsoft saying like, wow, I think there's a common trend also within Microsoft on things that we've been doing like Windows Media Center, Zune, Xbox, uh, all across the company that really were pushing the use of typography, the use of um, clear, consistent grid, uh, the fundamentals of kind of uh, interaction design and, and bringing that together, that idea of shifting to to kind of uh, away from the, the the analog metaphors to this digital representation in a, in a clear, consistent way. Uh, I think that was the, the the foundation for our design language, which was great, and, yes. and we, we delivered that with with phone, and then it kind of caught on more organically. Like it was more of a design community coming together. Like we just kind of show like, hey, here's what we're doing on phone. What do you guys think over there uh, in uh, Windows uh, or in uh, IE or in um, different parts of the team, like an office. So it was it was really just the design community coming together. It's like, wow, I think we're onto something. Let's let's see how we could kind of 
uh, interpret this and bring it across the company. So it wasn't like a like die shall make this our design language. It's more like, hey, we, we, we believe this idea. We believe we have this opportunity to kind of create um, a way to express ourselves. Uh, back to that city metaphor that, that brings us together. Um, I think the journey that we're on now is to kind of continue that work. But I, I think the opportunity we have, especially with the OS, is actually make that even more coherent uh, make that even stronger, make it more scalable, more universal, uh, make it something about, I think, I think it was great being phone focused, but how do you scale that to even bigger screens? How do you scale it to like when there is no screen? Right. Um, that's the work we've, we've been doing and, and not to talk too much in specific, but like, I, I think, I think hopefully in the next months, uh, you'll see some of that thinking, uh, deliver into real product, uh, cool. And, and, and it is really about scaling our design system in a, in a way that makes it more universal, but also makes it more personal. So I, I think there's a, there's a great opportunity for us to kind of uh, evolve, uh, and we are evolving our design language to, to take advantage of that opportunity. Cool, it sounds very exciting. I'll, be, I'll definitely be keeping my eyes out for what's <laughs> yeah, gonna so happen next. I know, I, I'm, I sound like I'm kind of like teasing, but it's, 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 I, I'd rather like show the work and, 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 and have, have people experience it and then talk about it. You, you know what yeah, I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's, it's always very abstract when I say I'm, the way I'm talking about yeah. <laughs> doing. You know, I, I actually remember when when Metro Design was introduced. Personally, I, I really liked that uh, design language. I thought I think it was necessary at that time to have such yeah. um, defined principles because it sort of marked, like you say, the starting of a journey that we're on. Um, I, I, I clearly remember when it was revealed at Mix 10. Uh, I was, yeah, uh, I was yeah. there. I was there. Yeah, so. I know. I, th I think I think you were holding the session where yeah, yeah, you introduced the Windows Phone 7 series. <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, it was great, and and and, I, and at that time, even that's you know, I was very clear like this was just the start, and and where we are with Windows 10 and 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 the rest of the products. Um, Xbox and and services and IoT and and and, and even natural user interface. I, I think I think creating more coherency so that back to the city metaphor. I want to we want to uh, create a city where people can 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 build their uh, uh, skyscraper. Uh, and, and, and how do we partner with folks to do that? So, so it's also a big opportunity for not just us internally working on the product, but also uh, doing more with our partners externally to, um, to take advantage of, of, of this design language to, and, and the experiences and the capabilities that we're building. So, Right. I, I, I've been working uh, with Microsoft a lot with, uh, with partners that build apps for, for Windows and Windows Phone sure. mainly. Yeah, and uh, I know that a lot of the developers have been uh, requesting templates, mm -hmm. which I, yeah. I personally I don't know if that's yeah. that's the best solution. I would rather have them request uh, design skills. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But but what and, do you and, think is uh, useful? Well, like, back to building the city, like uh -huh. great architects, you you gotta have both the design thinking and making, right? It's just right. Like, you know, yeah. you want a skyscraper, but you also want to make sure it stands up and doesn't fall down and people can find the elevator and not get lost. Mm -hmm. um, so so I, I think our, our approach is actually 
we are going to invest more and 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 I don't want to overpromise, but we like I think the opportunity we have with this kind of the the evolution of design language is actually show the way uh, a way of designing too. Uh, so it's as much about kind of like I said, design thinking, and then how you approach. How do you actually design an application that works universal, like a universal app? Like, like in one way, it sounds great, but it's actually yeah. a tough challenge. Yeah. How? how? Uh, how do you make a, an app that works on a phone, that works on a PC, that works on a TV screen, or work on no screen, right? Right. Uh, I, I think we have to show the way. We can't just say, like, well, here are some templates. Good luck. Uh, and, and But it's also an opportunity So uh, where you can take advantage if you're a designer and developer working on applications to think about, wow, there, there are different ways to, uh, to create an application and, 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 and think of think of. It is more of a, uh, not just an experience, but also a, a relationship with your customer or your, your end user where you can evolve. Like, like you can start with mobile, but hey, what if you adapt that to TV? Would that be the same experience or we do that something more tailored? What, 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 how do you take advantage of it? And, and so that back to when we started, we knew people would be constantly changing context. You're not just going to use your phone. You might use your phone with your TV. Right. And that opens yeah. up whole new possibilities and how you actually design uh, experiences like that. So those are the things that we're, 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 we're thinking about and working on. And, and, and hopefully we can, we'll share more definitely in the, in the coming months. So. Yeah, I agree. Those are definitely tough questions, but questions that you have to answer in order to produce a great product well, for your users. Right. And, and us as the kind of the city planners, the, the building neighborhoods, we have to help show the way, right? Mm-hmm. We can't just say like, well, here's some land, go build. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, usually you end up with Las Vegas that way. I think it's Las Vegas. So, <laughs> yeah, we may not want to be Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, you might not want, want to live in Las Vegas. Like, it's probably fun to visit. So, so, uh, you, you mentioned this design thinking, which I think is very important. And it's perhaps not something that everybody should have, just like not everybody needs to be a really good programmer. Uh, so it's this, this uh, designer and developer relationship that has yeah. to get tighter. Uh, and just if I can be the devil's advocate a little bit, um, mm-hmm. uh, I know that at Microsoft, uh, having great te- technology cloud is very highly regarded. Um, do you have you seen that having great design thinking is is equally valued, or how how do people interact with each other from these two sort of different fields? Well, yeah, actually, in some ways they're very similar. Now, just kind of, I, I take design thinking. It's like um, it's like you have to help frame the 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 like the the approach. Like like it's very tempting to say, well, here's the answer, right? Like, uh-huh. Just like any developer, you can say, well, here's the answer. And 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 I, I think, especially with, with us being more agile and, and the whole industry kind of evolving, how do you get to get there? How do you frame up the approach? What, what are the, understanding the why and what's the problem you're trying to solve? Uh, I think that's even more and more important as, as we get into more rapid cadence and rapid release. Because there, there's one school of thought it's like, well, we just throw it up there and let people think and iterate and, and, and see if it works. But that sometimes that like without that kind of larger framework, are you really um, addressing some of the fundamental issues for your customer? Or right. are you just 
are you just kind of iterating for the sake of iterating? I, I think design thinking is allowing you to kind of like um, expand and contract, but iterate uh, and, and learn from that iteration and then kind of take that and move it forward. So, so in some ways, it's actually a key part of how you develop products now. Um, and and I, I think most agile teams kind of struggle with this, like, well, we just keep on looking at the metrics, but it's not changing. Now what? Um, versus how do you use design thinking to kind of figure out, like, why and what are the motivations? Well, how do you engage customers? Uh, how do you get people to use your app more? Like, do you think it more holistic in the customer journey and mm -hmm. then framing that up uh, to help the team look at where the opportunities are and, and design and iterate against that. So that, that's, to me, that's why I, I, I call design thinking. It's not necessarily like, well, go think about the design. <laughs> and so, uh, and, and I, I think maybe the, the term itself is a misnomer, but but understand your, your customer in that journey and, and be able to kind of help frame it up so that you can iterate your design and, and, and flight it and try it out and iterate on it. Um, I think I think that's a critical part of how how you you create digital experiences now. It can't not be just like we'll we'll plan it, we'll spec it, and then we'll design it, and then we ship it and you know, build it and ship like that. That that very linear like that's not design thinking to me. So no, that 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 rarely exists nowadays with software. I I, I guess. Yeah. And 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 I think I think we definitely want to help kind of evangelize that approach with the work we're doing. And, and you see with Tanko Preview, like, um, I, I think even, you could do it in, in a big scale. Like we have over a million and a half folks uh, giving us feedback and we are iterating with that feedback. Uh, and, and I think we're, we're definitely learning and hopefully we can share a lot of that learning in terms of how we, how we actually approach our design thinking. Cool, and, and I know that this goes uh, very hand in hand with the uh, uh, human design that you guys been talking yeah, a little bit yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do you want to just for the listener who doesn't who's not familiar with human yeah, design, do you just yeah. want to give it a short explanation? So with, with, with that design thinking, we've been framing it up with with trying to make sure that you know we're not just creating more designs. That there's a there's an understand uh, key understanding why ultimately it is we're creating tools for humans, and and humans are always at the center of everything we do, from the user journey to user centered design. But the things that drives our design, we've been also trying to frame up like to understand three key parts of that. Um, and, and the first one is really motivation. Understand why someone actually wants to use your app or needs to use that app or what the problem is. I think I think what are the motivations of our customers, what are the motivation of your, your customers, your users? Um, and, 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 and that's that's a key area for us to kind of apply in our design thinking. So we spent a lot of time um, uh, framing that up. I think the other one, uh, which I, I think it's not as familiar, but I think as we get into Windows as a service, where actually most applications today are services, really. Yeah. Um, how do you build relationship over time? Um, from the first time you use something to the nth time you use it, how do you grow and adapt your experience with your customer? Like that's a very different way to think about it. Like I, I think we tend to think about it as like just adding features versus reality. And sometimes it's not even about adding features. It's about discovering or 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 or, or um, letting the user kind of flow and adapt to new experiences. Uh, or, or, and and I, I think that's another way to kind of build relationship. Uh, and 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 hopefully uh, it's 
like the, the example I always use is kind of like Cortana, like at least the things that we're doing, it, it kind of grows with you the more you mm. engage with it. Uh, and, and I think that's another uh, area for us to kind of uh, help the our, our partners and, and, and folks think about. Uh, I, th I think the, the, you know, the third one is, is also a bit <laughs> interesting in terms of like, we create a lot of connections, and um, and and we we. It's, it's hard. It's like making things appropriate. Like 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 care, like like sometimes I think that's that's our responsibility. Like like adding more technology doesn't actually sometimes make your life a bit better. No, not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, and and having you know we have ten different ways to communicate. We could go through Skype. We could go yeah. through Link. We could go through. Uh, <laughs> I am, uh, you know, like there's, uh, although not many people use I am anymore, but like they, they keep on, like there's always new things, right? Like people don't use I am anymore. They, uh, they use messaging. Um, and, and this technology, like what's appropriate? And, and how do you make it appropriate and understanding context and, and your, your phone ring when you're doing something or it doesn't know like that context? I think that's another um, key area for us to help frame up some of the, the problems or solutions or, or thinking. Um, so that's what we mean by the human um, design. It's not about like, like a, 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 a methodology as opposed to a mindset and a way of thinking, design thinking, right. uh, to help us kind of uh, guide our design work. Cool. Thanks. So I think I've gotten plenty of food for thoughts now. <laughs> and I hope, yeah. hope our yeah. listeners have too. I'm, I'm yeah, sure they have. Definitely. We're excited to be able to share more in the, in the coming years. So, so Windows 10 and all the products that we've been working on, not just on Windows, but even um, across uh, OS group and across Microsoft. I, I think there's, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff coming. So, and, and working with partners and all the listeners out there, uh, being able to kind of share that, uh, that's, that's, that's the exciting part. Cool. I'm definitely excited to see what comes out next. So... The, any last words you want to share uh, for this uh, podcast? Yeah, I hope to get back to Stockholm uh, or Europe uh, or somewhere you know in the world to meet everyone and and, and continue kind of uh, getting your thoughts on what we can do uh, better, but also what we want to go make together. So cool! You're definitely most welcome to visit whenever you have time. <laughs> okay. So Great. thank you so much for your time, Albert. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Take care.